What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Baseball Connection. Today, we are going to make a starting lineup. Well, I'm not going to make it. I'm just going to share it with you guys because I found this elsewhere. And that's just how it's going to go. I'm going to share with you guys a starting lineup of the greatest switch hitters of all time. Switch hitting is also, has always been something that has fascinated me because, you know, having played baseball, it's hard enough to hit, to become a good hitter from one side of the plate, let alone be able to do it from two. I guess it's just one of those things you have to start from the get-go. I mean, obviously, there are people who've picked up switch hitting later in life, but it's just one of those things if you start playing baseball and you are a switch hitter from the get-go, you're just a switch hitter. That's all you know. So it's not really much harder than everyone else who only hits from one side because you just know that you do BP from the right side and you flip over and you do it from the left side. It just becomes part of your game. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. In left field, it's going to be Mr. Tim Raines. Tim Raines is a Hall of Famer. Very few hitters in baseball history have looked better at the top of a lineup than Mr. Tim Raines. I mean, a career on base percentage of 385, over 380 from both sides of the plate. And he had Blazing Speed, who ended up having 808 steals, fifth of all time. 84.7% success rate for stolen bases. That's the best for anyone with at least 400 attempts. That's going to be our left fielder, Tim Raines. Then in center field, we're going to have Mickey Mantle, the Hall of Fame Yankee. His his father actually pressed him to be a switch hitter. This is a pretty famous story. And those childhood lessons definitely paid off in a big way. I mean, Mickey was more dangerous from the right side, which was his natural side. But he was still a dominant force either way. I mean, he's still the only switch hitter to reach 50 home runs in a season, which he did twice. And he has a career total of 536 home runs. That's also a record for a switch hitter. Moving on to right field, it's going to be Reggie Smith, a seven-time All-Star between 1966 and 1982. Reggie Smith was... A very overlooked player, and, and unfairly so, because he got almost no Hall of Fame consideration, even though he had a, a roughly 65 career war and a 137 career OPS+. plus. That's just, that's only behind Mickey Mantle, Lance Berkman, Berkman and Chipper Jones among modern switch hitters. So very underrated, very underrated player right there. At third base, yes, you guessed it, it's going to be Chipper Jones. Um... Yeah, this dude is, is is arguably the GOAT when it comes to switch hitters. You could definitely put him in that conversation. Um, I mean, he was number one pick in the draft and is the greatest player in Braves history. This dude was effective all the way through the end. I mean, even when he was 40, he was still a good hitter. And at the end, he actually accomplished something Mickey Mantle never did. Chipper Jones became the only switch hitter to finish his career with at least a 300 batting average, a 400 OBP, and a 500 slugging percentage. 500 slugging percentage. Chipper Jones was a pure hitter. Arguably the GOAT. Arguably the greatest switch hitter of all time. Moving on to shortstop, we have a current player. That's going to be Francisco Lindor. He's the only active player on this list, but he definitely leads the current 
set of switch hitters in, in Major League Baseball. That includes his teammate, Jose Ramirez, and his other teammate, Carlos Santana. You can look at Ozzy Albies, Josh Bell, Eduardo Escobar, Yasmani Tomas, Ketel Marte, Yohan Moncada, Jorge Polanco, many others. But Frankie Lindor is already on a Hall of Fame track, and he's just been through his age 25 season. He already has 330 homer seasons, more than all other switch hitting shortstops in MLB history combined. So he's gonna take he's gonna take the position of shortstop here on our list. Moving on to second base is gonna be Roberto Alomar, the 12-time All-Star. This dude won four silver sluggers at second base, and he was able to blend power and speed. Nearly 800 extra base hits for his career, nearly 500 steals, a 300 career hitter with a 371 OBP. Robbie Alomar was especially dangerous from the left side, though, where he hit 314 with a 386 on base and a 456 slugging percentage. So he's going to be the second baseman here. At first base, it's going to be Eddie Murray, Steady Eddie, one of the two switch hitters in the 500 club, along with Mickey Mantle and He's one of two in a 3,000-hit club, along with Pete Rose. He's one of just six players of any you know, righty or lefty to belong to both groups, 500 homers and 3,000 hits. And he put together a 21-year career, and that ended him up on a first ballot Hall of Fame. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Catching... We're going to have Ted Simmons, who was in the Hall of Fame. He was finally voted into Cooperstown by the Modern Baseball Era Committee in 2019. An eight-time All-Star, he ranks as one of the best offensive catchers of all time. A 118 OPS+, 248 home runs, and 1,389 ribbies over 21 seasons. This is a close call, I guess. I mean, maybe not because he's a Hall of Famer, but you could definitely make the argument for Jorge Posada who was also a very, very good hitting catcher, um, switch hitter, obviously. But it's going to be Ted Simmons here. Utility is going to be Pete Rose. You can't leave out MLB's all-time hits leader. Even though he wasn't in this official lineup, you got to put him in as a utility guy. I mean, 4,256 hits while playing more than 500 games apiece at first base, second base, third base, and both corner outfield spots. I mean... Pete Rose would be a 3,000-hit guy, even if you only counted his left-handed at-bats. So, take that for what you will. And pitching, we're going to go with Carlos Zambrano, who's actually a switch hitter. Big Z, I mean, many of you might remember, he absolutely did not get cheated at the plate. I mean, a very respectable 238 batting average, a 636 OPS, and 24 home runs. I mean, those 24 home runs are the most... For any pitcher in the DH era. I mean, Zambrano was especially dangerous from the right side. This dude was slugging 457 with nine homers in under 200 ABs. He was a feared hitter every fifth day whenever he pitched and got a couple of ABs. But Big Z was, was a good hitter. So that's going to be our lineup. The greatest switch hitting lineup of all time. I think that team, would, that team I just named would win quite a few games. I mean, there are a lot of Hall of Famers on that list. So um, th- this is a good team, regardless of whether or not they're, they're switch hitters. You could put this up against any team of all time, and this team would win. Oh, I'm, I, I'm missing one. I'm missing designated hitter. DH is going to be Lance Berkman. Lance Berkman, he only made 100 career starts at DH because he spent most of his time in the National League, but he was too good of a hitter 
for them to exclude from this lineup. I mean, in the modern era, Mickey Mantle is the only switch hitter with a higher career ERA and park adjusted number, which is OPS plus. It's it's um, adjusted for all those. Then Lance Berkman. Berkman had um, a 144 OPS plus, but Mickey Mantle is the only one with a higher. Yeah. So Berkman actually slashed 293 with a 486 on base and a 537 slugging with 366 career home runs. That's a lot. That's a lot. So he's going to be the DH on this team. So, yes, that's going to do it. Um, that, that completes our, our team. Like I said, this team would beat pretty much anyone. And I like it. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.